Boom, that's rolling. Yo, yo, can you hear me? Cool. Oh, is it your pops? Oh, it's rolling, yeah? Oh, calm, 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 I see. We're rolling, we're rolling. Mm. Give me a sec, let's turn this, let's turn this up. Yeah, you so see, I'm in the right shot on that everything. Boom, bam. Hey. Let it go. Let it go. <coughs> yeah, we'll edit the beginning. So let, let us know ready. Okay. Yeah. Make sure the audio is recording. Boom. Audio, yeah. Everything's recording. All right. So you ready, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Boom. We're back with another episode of the Table Time Podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, all of that. You get me? Big up everyone that we've had on the show so far. You know, big up my guy Chex, always helping with the audio, helping with the filming. You done know, man. We're all media team now. You get me? Big up upcoming productions on the edits. So yeah, man. Today we've got a very, 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 very special guest. This is family as well. So this is some. This is an um, interview I've wanted to do a podcast episode that we've wanted to do for a minute. This guest always very busy, always got bookings, always performing, <laughs> like out playing and. So it's very hard to get, you know, get hold of him. Vice versa, I'm, you know, we're out here, we're busy as well. So we've come down today, we've been invited down, you know, to his house. And, you know, we're going to, um, yeah, with no further ado, I want you to introduce yourself to the people. Yes, my name is Errol Linton. I'm an artist, musician, visual artist, band leader of um, a blues stroke um, Reggae, funky, all sort of music, but mainly blues-based band. Been doing it for at least um, three decades now. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, man. How you been? First of all, I like to ask all my guests that. Like, how you been? How have you been? Because I know it's been a up and down journey, and that has been going on lately. Uh, I hope, I hope at, everything's at the well. moment everything's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's been a lot of stuff that's happened in my life recently in the mm-hmm. last year. Yeah, and stuff, but coming through it, you know. Uh, like everybody's going through life is you know things happen you know mm. but um, yeah everything's going okay at the moment yeah, yeah that's good yeah, man yeah um, so what we want to do I want you to like tell the people how it started for Errol Linton so where did you grow up like I grew up in in Brixton um, I was born in um, Angel Road area okay. oh not Angel I was born on Angel Road yeah in the house I think it was 86 Angel Road <laughs> I can remember you see, he was born in the house yeah in the house yeah, yeah. I was born in the house yeah we've yeah. got a lot of young viewers that were born in hospitals <laughs> yeah they were born in hospitals yeah. but we, we, were something, we, were, we were born in the house a lot of people yeah. were born in the house back in the day yeah in the 60s that's why I was, that's why I was born in the 60s the mid 60s yeah. so yeah I grew up in Brixton grew up around Brixton lived around Brixton all my life and and, and in the area sort of thing you mm-hmm. know what I mean but yeah I was kind of Hanging in there, I'm living in the area still. Okay, yeah, I see yeah. you're still, we're still out here. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, good, yeah. man, you're still in the community. Um, but So what was life like then in Brixton? Because not even I would know, like, I grew up, <clears throat> my time in Brixton was more like affluent, multicultured, um, a lot of bashment music, you get me? All right, well, a, lot, a lot of hustling on the corner, you get I, me? When I grew up, I suppose <clears throat> it would have been, in them days, my early church, in church would have been um, Oval and there's, there's a film called Pressure mm. and there's a and actually there's a film called Pressure it's one of the first black made films and it's got a clip I can't remember how many minutes in but it's got a clip you see some of my cousins <laughs> all that okay so we were I grew up with kind of church background yeah back at the time I suppose it would have been yeah sound system would have been going on yeah definitely mm-hmm you know, and and people doing their own little churches and stuff. Because you know, as you know, in back in them days, you weren't welcoming the churches even as as Christians, were you? So you set okay. up your own little thing, your little church. Okay. Because that, that that church in old was a little, I remember it being quite small little yeah. church. You know what I mean? Compared to the one we went to later. Mm. You know what I mean? And the same thing with South Sisters, you wouldn't be allowed to go in the pubs and just people set up their own little Sabines and little, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, that's how it was, isn't it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but we, yeah, I 
suppose years of church background I grew up with, but obviously the, the reggae and gospel and pop and everything else was all that music was going on. Yeah, mm. yeah, it was um, different times. I suppose yeah, the leftovers from the war. Okay. A lot of bomb sites and okay. derelict homes and what? So that's around Brixton as well, right? Yeah, Lambeth, all around. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can go, you can, you can walk. So say like where, um, uh, sort of like Tesco's is now. You know what yeah. I mean? There'd be like just abandoned buildings. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, as someone's like, it's like someone's walked out of it. You can just walk into the workshop. It's like, what? That's what's mad. going on? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's like a pastime for us, like going to abandoned buildings. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and there was derelict homes and yeah. you know what I mean? That's, that's what we did and bomb sites, you know what I mean? Because I like I even wrote about that sort of thing. When 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 I first went to church, you know, when we used to go to church, you used to go, you know, when we was kids and you it was a, yeah, and you your mum would take it to you you used to go for the when church, you used to go to the after this the weekend thing, you go to Yarmouth or South End or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when you're on the beach and you skim and I skim it, so I thought, where did I, where did I learn that? She's like, this is a bomb site. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you had a bomb site and had, like the water when it rained, it's like a big like a pond, you know what I mean? Okay. So you could skim the stones, you know what I mean? Like, okay. And then when I was in the beach, I thought, hey, how... I learned yeah, from... from what, yeah, that's yeah. how... I even wrote about that, put that in the lyric of the song, yeah. you know. But that's, um, was there like lots of factories and that around as well? Well, there used to be, oh, yeah, um, say along Acre Lane and stuff where mm. I was living. So on the way home, that's on the back of, um, uh, what's that one? You know, the Red Records used to be in all that. It used to be loads of oh, and, factories at um, the back of there. Just going like, like, that's like Main Acre, Acre Lane. Yeah, yeah it used to be loads of mm. derelict stuff back in them days, yeah. So to, for for yeah primary school, mm. a young guy people to like you know venture or even like you know brought down houses you know what I mean? yeah. like, like you know what I mean? yeah see it's, so, it's yeah. crazy how it is now isn't it because everything's like there's all the shops buildings new yeah. apartments yeah. obviously the estates and that there. so was mm-hmm. there estates back then as well there must have been there must have been just mm-hmm. got built after the war I don't well know. like I was saying well our first school primary school I went to was next to the Brixton police station okay yeah so. When we, we when we got moved from that in the seventies, so that would have been early seventies. We got moved from that to uh, Angel Angel Town, yeah, yeah, yes. And that was tape just been built the same block, the yellow brick. Yeah, my school was made from that. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So the, so the primary school that I left from, that's the police station, was probably the first early of the gentrification in that's, the 70s. Because yeah. That became a, a flat. Yeah, that's next, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. they'd like, like you said, they did like kind of fresh, yeah, yeah. like yellow bricks kind of. But did they knock it down and then rebuild it again? I can't remember. Or is that the same? No, I'm saying the one then, in Angel Town. No, I'm saying my first primary school near the police station, mm. when we moved out, that that came flats. So, mm. the, so that was like a primary school coming into flats. Okay. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like, that was in the 70s. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we went down into the blocks, like a new build school, which mm. was um, uh, same connect, same re- yellow brick as the um, as as the estate. as, as, my, as my, uh, Angel Town. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and some of my friends came, well, lived in Angel Town, came to the school as well. Yeah, okay. But I, I, I used to, I was born on Angel Road, mm. but a lot of them buildings got knocked down. You know what I mean? The old houses. Mm. And then they built blocks on that. Like, oh, then, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then with Mitesford, was, it used to be an older state. Also, as well, with Angel Town, used to have a bridge connecting into Stockwell, um, Stockwell Park Estate. There was like a bridge. Mm, yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah there was yeah, a bridge yeah. going over. But they knocked all that down as well. I think Laparone used to go all the way down. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean, yeah, mm. back on in the day. But um, yeah, I was brought up around the area, mm. Angel. And um, Angel. What, was, what was school like them times there as well was... Was was um, the teachers beating children? <laughs> was because I remember I've heard my dad talk about that. Yeah, still. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it, I have to admit, yeah, yeah. You know, some, you know, I remember actually in the prime, the primary school next to the police station. I remember a teacher actually washing my mouth out with. She never seen washing my mouth out with soap. Yeah. They did. <laughs> no way. Well, you know what I mean? Or something yeah, like it that. was. Yeah, then. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought that was out of order then. Even then, you know, mm. but I didn't feel like I didn't tell my mum that. 
Because I swore. Because <laughs> I swore, that's why. I knew I was, Probably that's why, because you would have got. You would have been in double there was trouble. One, there was one teacher, I won't mm. mention his name, in when we left that school mm. and went to the school in Angel Town. It was the way. Well, looking back at it now, I think that that was abuse. Mm. <laughs> because when. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, it, it, it wasn't even funny, really, because. I don't think I've, I think I've been affected by it now, but, but yeah. he should come and, no, and he would like come like to stop that. What? That's your head, you know. What? That's my head. Yeah. Top of your head. Nah, yeah, that's, that's abuse. abuse. Yeah, that is abuse. That's abuse. That is abuse. Well, for no yeah. reason as well, like. We could be talking, what are we doing? Mm. We, that didn't, 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 you don't deserve, need to do that. that. Yeah, you can't be doing that to, to, no, to, to yeah. young children. No, yeah, so that's children. the way yeah. kids, kids, kids get away with that stuff. Yeah. Teach, in, in, so they, in, used to, they used to push the boundaries, them days they are. Definitely. Yeah. In, so, not all teachers, but certain teachers used to. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a bit rough growing up. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Mm. And then the education um, you had and all that sort of stuff, you know what I mean? And then what, what, what got you into that music? Or was it the influence of the reggae and you were saying the pop? But yeah, what got you into And when did you first start saying to yourself that I'm going to become a musician? I think I was always into music. Okay. I, mean, I, I remember when I got a little, a little transistor radio with the, the one little headphones, it was mono. Mm. You sit at home, you know, when you're a kid. This is primary school, you know, when you'd be listening to the radio and tuning into all different radios and stuff. I, was, I used to mm. always love music. And I remember when uh, my sister brought the guitar home from a teacher, a hippie teacher in school. She borrowed the guitar, but mm. I broke the string. And I forgot, you know what I mean? But I, always, I was always, always, always interested in, in music. Yeah. I suppose for me, in is my friend, Taron. My friend Taron sold me a harmonica. Mm. And through that, I discovered um, more stuff, the blues and the harmonica. Yeah, I mean, and the harmonica and, and the blues. And, and Well, I knew the harmonica and the reggae, mm. but I didn't really know the blues music okay. that much, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but so, for, so really, the, playing the harmonica drew me to the blues because the, the harmonica is quite, um, it's the lead instrument in the blues. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And there ain't many musics. John was a music that the harmonica is the main lead instrument, and and that was. So I heard harmonica, obviously, from Stevie Wonder and Staple Singers and, and Reggae Dub. But when I heard the Sonny Boy Williamson, the way he bent that harmonica, you know, mm. well, wow. Yeah, you know I mean, that's something different. And so that drew me to the, to the blues because also it was like the harmonica was the lead instrument within the genre of music mm. so that's why yeah you know what I mean that's okay that makes mm-hmm. sense so that makes sense yeah mm-hmm. and then from there um, what was your first like I'd say live performance my first live performance was um, as a band was probably East London East Side mm. I mean um I think after about um, a year and a bit, I was playing harmonica and some some people did me some tapes and stuff and I started finding some stuff from um, libraries and things, you know what I mean? The blues mm. and that. And so she said to me, why don't you go busking? I thought, nah, I can't do that, man. I start begging, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I can't yeah. ask you out. No, no, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ended up doing like about, I mean, a couple of decades or whatever it was doing it, you know what I mean? But. See. Through going busking, I met other musicians. Okay. Yeah. So I met um, Dave, Rose, who used to play guitar and harmonica, and he had a tambourine. And I met Pete Smith as well, guitarist. See him. So through them, my first early bands with my friend who sold me the harmonica guitar, Robin Borkerson. Mm. He sold me the harmonica. And through him, we... Um, we got together with the, with the other guitarist, and that, our first gig was in um, the trolley stop. Okay. In um, Stoke Newington. So I suppose the east side, isn't it? Yeah. Northeast, isn't it? <coughs> was that in like a club or a bar? No, it's just like a pub. Oh, it's a local it's a pub. pub yeah. but, it's, but I think they did a lot of comedy in there and all sorts of different cabaret and whatnot in mm-hmm. there. The famous place, but that uh, famous bar, that was the first gig. Mm. And then. Um, we got the, um, I think it was Duke of Edinburgh. That was a regular one we did. Mm. I think, yeah, 
in the early 90s. He said, like, come down, 30 quid each, drink mm. as much as you want. <laughs> we were there about three hours early. Yeah. <laughs> in the early days. So they'll pay you 30 quid, they give you a yeah, yeah, free yeah. bar. Yeah, he yeah. was, yeah. And then, you're then, doing then, what you enjoy as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, you yeah. know. And that's in the early days. Yeah, 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 it was, yeah. yeah. But and we grew into a six piece, five piece band, six piece band actually. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. What's the band called? At the first of all, we were called the Homeboy Blues, mm. and then we were called um, Errol Linton's Blues Vibe. Jeez. For years. Yeah. And now it's called Errol Linton. You know, or Errol Linton band. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. So you, it's your yeah. band. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. The main, when, when, I, when I first started that, but when I first started out with Pete and Taron, yeah, me and Pete shared the songs, and 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 with Dave as well. Well, mm. the first one was Dave. We shared the songs. Mm. I never wanted to front the band myself. You know what I mean? I remember the first time I fronted the band was in, um, I think it might have been um, the South area. Yeah, going to Hounslow. That's it, Hounslow. We're side. And I did, I did, yeah, we had going hands on. I did, yeah. a, did a gig down there. And uh, I remember getting off the first. I wasn't, you know, you, know, you suddenly can't really tell how you got, come over. Mm. I remember getting off the stage and said, how'd I do? How'd I do? So, yeah, you did all right. Did look nervous? No, no, no. Nap, and I thought, okay. That was it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes I didn't look nervous and I front of doing the right front of it. And that's how it was, you know. Damn. No, I say it all began really, you know what I mean? We're yeah. fronting the band on my, by myself. Yeah. But um, yeah. And and you've toured overseas, haven't you? You've done shows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did like, shows. How many, how many countries have you done shows? I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> he's just cut. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah. like, he's, I'm, I'm he's a, humble, what I'm telling you. I've been, a, been, a, been around a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mainly Europe, do you know what I mean? Mm hmm. What's the best show you've done? Huh? What's the best show you've done? Best show yeah, I've done? Yeah. Oh. See what what comes to mind? I say probably in the early two thousands. I did this gig called World, what You might have heard of World Mad. No, it's like a world music festival. Okay, it's based in in England. A guy called Peter Gabriel. He's a famous pop artist. Mm. He had a few hits and that. He's been in the band Genesis. He he started this 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 festival called World Mad. And it wasn't like, it wasn't a, any like blues festival or reggae festival. Yeah, yeah, everything going on there, mm. you know what I mean? So it was good, depending on who I was or anything. It wasn't on the main stage or anything, but I just, just never forget this. Uh, when we started, after the first song, the whole of the, the tent just got, like, just got up and danced, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was good. It was so really you had good. everyone moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apart from this look... <clears throat> It's two couples, this little young couple that <laughs> yeah. sat there throughout the whole of the gig like that. I, I think they were tripping. <laughs> they might have been. Yeah, you never know. They might have been like tripping. Like they were. Yeah, I reckon they, they were. were you know what I mean? But everyone was up, down. They were seeing aliens and zombies. And people couldn't like, you know what I mean? People couldn't get, people couldn't get in the tent, but we messed yeah. it up. We messed it up. That first gig yeah, mm. we just did. And, um, yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Because people didn't know who were or what. So I, I like playing festivals like that. Mm. People don't know what you're doing or, or, or who are you. Cause we we mix it up. We, we did, we're blues based, but we you could fling it into the reggae or yeah, a bit funky or that's right. Because I've even watched you stuff. at um, South Bank. Mm-hmm. We used to do a lot, yeah. um, live performances there as well, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, we used to go there. This was years ago, you know, like two thousand. Oh yeah, National Theatre. Yeah, National Theatre. We used to do the um, the. Um, before they used to do the um, the, um, the evening session, yeah. Mm-hmm. We used to do a performance before they did the evening session, yeah. It was yeah. good. They were good gigs, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, man, that's proper, mm-hmm. man. I respect that as well. And um, you, with your live recording sessions as well, um, what's the what's the biggest studio? Have you ever have you ever recorded in Abbey Road? I have. <laughs> but, but, I know he has. I, I know you know. I'm just like, getting people <laughs> levels. So yeah, I, I, I have. Yeah. But it was not. No, it, it wasn't. You know, I mean, it wasn't my band. And I think it's with a guitarist. You know okay. Know? Yeah, he's a famous blues guitarist or blues rock guitarist. I mean, Joe Bonamassa. Yeah. Okay. He came to Brixton at my gig in Brixton. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. So he was at your gig, yeah? Yeah, he came to my gig in Bristol. Yeah. We, 
we share a same agent. Okay. And and then you had a day off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before we did the roll out, but get hall gigs. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I to my gig in the, the Ephra mm. Hall Tavern in Brixton, where I played every, every Wednesday. Mm. I kind of got to this gig and also, what? What are these people turn up from? I ain't seen you here before. What, yeah. what are you doing there? All the blues, all people who come to different blues gigs. Never been to my gig before. All of a sudden, they're there. Yeah. How'd they know? You know, I don't know how they knew. Yeah. They're all there all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, because your name was put, your name was started. No, to... no, his name, huh? Joe Bonamassa, was oh. turning up. That's why. So because he turned up. Yeah, yeah. No, everyone was supposed... turning up. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was rammed up. Faces on. Never come to my gigs. And yeah. Have never been back since. <laughs> <laughs> They want to hear some reggae, innit? That's why. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it was no, that's big, no, you it was, know. It was, it was, it was good. Look, I know a, a guy who was into the, the lot of the, the rock, rock guitarist, Scottish guy. Mm. And I said, yeah, definitely going to... Alistair, I said, yeah, definitely going to happen. You know what I mean? Mm. He said, yeah, sure, sure. Said, yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. Like, you know what I mean? And I was at the bar when I first met him, talking to Joe Bonamassa, and Alistair turned and walked to the bar. <gasps> He couldn't believe it, you know. Yeah. His face, the look on his face is so funny. It's funny, man. Mm. But I said, I said, he was all right, and he said, "Yeah, do you want to?" I said, "You want to join? Do a, join in and play like the second set?" He did joined in. Wow. And played, um, and I didn't mean to, but I did this tune called "Welfare Blues," mm. and then and then I did a boogie, fast boogie after that. But slow blues, I didn't know he had like a a house just for his guitars. Okay. Just, just a house. That's how much just he, for his guitar. That's how much guitar he's got. Yeah. That's how much he's got. Yeah. He's a millionaire, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Too. But I did welfare blues. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah. That sounds but like But he was a, a nice guy. A, and then from there, through him, I went to Abbey Road mm. and recorded on his album. That's how I went to Abbey Road. Cause he said, you want to come and record? Because he was doing the album dedicated to the, the blues, kind of the uh, blues rock. Somewhere, what do you call it? The British invasion, you call it, yeah. Okay. In the 60s in America. Like mm. A lot of the blues rock guys, you know, Beatles and blah, 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 mm-hmm. Eric Clapton, all them people were... See. And what was, that, what was that experience like? Abbey Road. Mm. Um, Some people never see inside there. <laughs> it was fast. just like... Um, we haven't seen inside there, you know what I mean? Uh, what was it Wonder like? Um, quite, yeah, very neat in there. Like a... Like a big sort of house, I suppose, really, mm-hmm. isn't it? Really, you go in and you go to a certain studio there. It's like a big mixing room, really. That I was I was in, and then when I went to do my take, it was like a little booth. Well, not booth, but I suppose about half the size of this room. You know what I mean? Okay. And then yeah. then and then when I when I did my first take, I looked out and I realized I'd been filmed. And then there's a studio like the size of like a main basketball court. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And the cameramen were in there filming, you know what I mean? Wow. So, yeah, so I don't know if that was the studio that the Beatles went in, did whatever, you know, because they've got yeah. more than one studio. That's right, they got a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was a good experience. Um, just did um, this harmonica, um, um, yeah, just blew, blew a couple of tracks on the harmonica mm-hmm. on, on, on a song called um, Look At Man or something like that. Look, look At Man. Still waiting for my album. Still waiting for it. your plaque, yeah? Still waiting for your plaque. Still waiting for my album, yeah, yeah. Wiz is going to send you a plaque for it, yeah? Copy, yeah. Still waiting for my copy, yeah. I ain't, I ain't, going to copy I ain't received one yet. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's good. And um, <coughs> so you put out your album as well. How many how many projects have you put out, like, album-wise? Album-wise? Yeah, because um, I remember you gave me a copy of your album. My first album was... Um, I suppose the first album as Errol Linton was in 1997. Okay. So it's quite a while ago now. Mm. So, 97, 20 odd years, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. You guys are babies. <laughs> you know what I mean? 97 is his first album. <laughs> yeah, 97. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I did uh, Root Stew in 2003. A long break, I think it was 2010. Mama said. You know, did a duo, duo one with me and Adam. Um, Figure the feeling, something. Can't remember now. Dealing, dealing with that feeling. Mm. And then I did. Then I met um, Tim Bullerman, who I'm working with now. 
and we did two albums on a handshake before mm. we signed any deal, you know, like um, lawyer and stuff. Okay. So in 2018, I did um, Packing My Bags album with Brass Dog Records, and then 2020, I did um, No Entry. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. now we got um, some new recording coming out soon. Mm. 2020, probably 2024. Mm. Are you still with any labels? Yeah, I'm with Brass Dog still. We're still doing stuff together. Yeah. Okay. What's it like working with labels? Um, it's 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 on a low level. It's never been. It's not a big label, mm. so it's lucky that mean. Do they handle you like your distribution and things like that? Um, yeah, doing it. It's, it's like a, it's on a low level. You know what I mean? Mm. It's, not, it's not. It's not like a big distribution or nothing. Mm. It never has been. Yeah, I've always kind of sold my stuff. It's always been. Um, I can't come on. What we call it? Would it be like so, a manager? Like if you want to call, if I never call my another record label, call it One Pen Business. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, it's been like that, you know. Yeah. But it's kept the band on the road, you know. Yeah. Okay. So paying they... paying for the, the when the gigs are low, they get the bookings and the that. merchandise is paid. Mm. Petrol, the merchandise is paid. Mm. When there's enough money for the hotels, merchant, it's kept that part of my career live mm. going. Mm. You know what I mean? See. The 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 recordings. Yeah, that's what it's done. Mm. And also, it's an opportunity to, to um, showcase yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, people to play it on the radio and stuff. I mean, every album I put, I've always got a session from it from the radio or something. You know what I mean? Okay, so you get you get huge support. Yeah, from usually BBC. What? Yeah, I've always yeah. yeah I've always I've been lucky with that because I say like when no I didn't I touched on the busking side of things but mm-hmm. when I first started busking in. 90, uh, in the early 90s, mm. I met, um, I think it was, I was actually a Victorian, and the card came in, BBC, and I thought, really? I thought, yeah, long. And I found it later, near John Waters. Okay. And John Waters was um, quite an important guy, actually, when it came to being a producer of BBC mm. uh, radio program, he produced John Peel. He was quite an important DJ in the history of um, England, you know what I mean? Mm. UK. And so was Andy Kershaw as well, his other person. And he also, I think he, he's involved in... He's involved a lot with Johnny Walker and all sorts of stuff. Mm. But when I was there, when I first... Before they had, had the buildings, it's all different now. But I went up to the BBC building that was different in them days, in the 90s, mm. before they got the makeover. <clears throat> And we just went up there and he was just talking about saying, yeah, you know, but, but I didn't really know. I, yeah, I definitely didn't feel like I, I knew knew the blues that much myself. Confident in all my voice or whatever. Okay. I, wasn't, I wasn't confident, but he went yeah. over there and he, and he said, yeah, like, I like what you're doing. I mean, you've got something about it, I like your voice. I, like, I think you've got something different about your voice and the way you play the harmonica and everything, you know what mm. I mean? And so I wanted, I, wanted, I wanted to do a documentary about it. Went, what? <laughs> yeah. He said, yeah. Well, I really do. You know what I mean? I said, fancy a drink. Let's go over and have a wine talk. So, so a go, we went up to the pub and we just sat there and talked about blues and different sort of stuff, you know what mm. I mean? And what the, ang- the anger he went to. He was an interesting character. Mm. You know what I mean? And we, we, and we did film and interview, you know what I mean? Interviewed me around here in this room. Mm. Uh, filmed me. No, actually, no. First of all, they filmed me in. Me and Tyron and Pete in Leicester Square busking, and then me and Ealing, some uh, studio down there, mm. Ealing BBC, a few shots around Brixton, Clapham Common walking. Yeah, they went in. And then they said, look, <clears throat> we, need, we, need, we need something more. They wanted to interview me here. Mm. They interviewed me here, they wanted more. And they still thought it wasn't enough. They wanted to make the documentary. They put it back to back with um, Big Bill Broomsey. And Big Bull Broomsy is a um, black American guy who came over to the UK mm. in the 50s, I think. Oh, okay. Know, or stuff like that. Yeah. And he <coughs> was, uh, and so they put the documentary together with me and him. You mm. know what I mean? So called Two Generations of the Blues, you know what I mean? Wow. Of stuff, you know. So is that is that documentary still out there, yeah? Yeah, it was Arena documentary, yeah. yeah. Arena, BBC, Rhythms of the World. Okay, look at that. Have yeah. you have you done any performances for them um, at the BBC or anything like live performances with them? 
Um, I did. Um, only on the radio. Oh. Like I say, most of the sessions, I, most, most albums I've did, I've usually got a session from like, Paul Jones or um, last time Karis Matthews. Yeah. So mm. yeah. <clears throat> you're out there. You're in the game. You're 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 like you're you're definitely official. Like people need to know. You know what I mean. Especially people in our world. You get me? Because even when I'm listening to your journey and listening to all the musicians you work with, I'm gonna go back and do my research on a lot of who these are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Keeping it real. I'm learning. This is this yeah. is this is this is schooling now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm getting schooled because we're musicians and even in hip hop, a lot of um, blues. Blues, hip hop comes from blues and and yeah. reggae and you know what I mean. So and oh, and yeah. even now, like even Chuck said, he uses certain you know what I mean samples and yeah. you know what I mean in your beats. So um, oh, yeah, in the yeah. instrumental, yeah, the jazz and blues and gospel, man. Where would hip hop be? That's <laughs> right. And funk. That's right. Oh man, it'd be a big hole, wouldn't it? It would. It would. <laughs> <clears throat> Most definitely. Yeah, because it, because um, I mean, yeah, all the broken beats and that and everything. Wicked, but yeah, without the funk mm. and the and blues, the, funk and the blues, boy, you need that in hip hop for sure, man. Um, how many instruments can you play? I I can I, I can dabble with piano a bit and and guitar and guitar. Yeah, a songwriting it, but I wouldn't. I, I don't play it on stage. Okay, uh, only harmonica. That's my yeah. main instrument. That's your main one, yeah. The harmonica, harmonica, and, yeah. harmonica and sing. Yeah. Are you good on the guitar though? Uh, I'm I'm alright. A a songwriter on it. A songwriter on it. Okay. I mean, I can can, can play a little tune. Jeez, yeah. Go on. Exclusive. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, we've got a stage on it. I can't beg, borrow, steal a buck I said, Lord, there ain't nothing but a buzzard love I can't get on the welfare cause I'm traveling Jeez. There's got no way to go My last pair of pants are unraveling I can't get real sure hey. Hey, I got in a fight, I was too weak to duck I said, Lord, there ain't nothing but a buzzard love Yes, it's exclusive people. You get me? We have to do a collaboration with you. We have to do something. Jeez, nah. I forget that. Come on. (laughs) Nah, come on, Uncle Errol. You know, don't play about. No, that uh, was what, what your, main thing. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was that's the first time I've heard you play the guitar. guitar okay, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. I sung, was, I sung writing guitar. Yeah, was that one of your written songs? No, it's, oh. no, it's an old blues song. Oh, it's an old yeah, blues yeah, song. Yeah, okay, yeah. I thought that was but, on your but, bars. No, no, <laughs> it's a. Um, I forgot his name now. Um, oh, is it, is it piano, piano. Yeah, fire, fire in the ends. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Fire on the strings. Go on, checks. Hey, yo, checks has got the bars today, though. That's a fire on the strings. I like that one. Co-signed by a Billy Emerson. Billy Emerson, I think. Emerson, that's his name. Okay, that's the artist. The piano player, yeah, yeah. That did that song. Called Buzzard Luck. Yeah. I was going to say to you as well, you see, because obviously you've been in the music game from back in the day till now, yeah. What would you... You see, like, when I was growing up here, and I always talk about this and ask my guests, 
or some of them I asked them this, um, like music was valuable, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so for instance, like I would have a CD, obviously, I'm talking about CDs, mm-hmm. like, or I might hear something on a vinyl, and but that will go around, like, everyone mm-hmm. would have that same CD. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> for instance, 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying, yeah? yeah? Like, we had that album in rotation yeah, yeah. for, like, three, four years, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, and then Nas might come out with a, with an album, Stillmatic, or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, music was more valued then, isn't it? Do you feel that now, how all this technology, fast internet, everything, analog, um, digital recording, not analog no more, mm-hmm. do you feel music is appreciated and is it, is it, I think it does it last as long like how I we used to? It, I think it will always be valued because it's, it's, it's our experience as human beings mm. on this planet, our human condition, you know what I mean? Mm. And it's a healer, isn't it? Music, isn't it? Mm. Whether you're playing it or receiving it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, the, uh, the, the, the uh, what as as making money for a musician, yeah, it's tough as because you know what I mean the digits go up, as in like hits on because mm. you got to put out more now hits on whatever li- line or whatever yeah. people are watching it, listen to it for free, but mm. you get money from it. That's different. You know what I mean? Just, you know. So do you reckon is that why they're putting it out so fast? Because they were getting money back then as well, weren't they? Uh, well, online, yeah, even the top artists don't get money, do they, from, from um, Spotify? Do they really? They make yeah, nothing. No, well, no, it depends. No. It depends who it is. Really? It depends. No one makes any money from Spotify, do no, they? <laughs> really? Yeah, people are making money huh? from Spotify, iTunes. They're making a lot of money. They're making a yeah. lot. Of, these, uh, these youths, yeah, these younger, the younger yeah, youths, yeah. That, the younger generation, yeah. like, they're making money. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what okay. I mean? So but I kind of... the rate that Spotify Generation and young, younger or whatever, they're, mm. I think they're more up to the mind generation mm. when it comes to it. You know what I mean? Because you see, the business, yeah. the business side of it and technology. Yeah, because there's a lot of the guys, the hip hop and and um, we would say drum and bass, but you know the Stormzy guys, people like that. You know what I mean? That sort of they've, that made, they've, they've made some done well. They, they've done well. There's a lot yeah. of people that have done a lot, made a lot of money. Yeah, done well. You know, you know what, what I mean? But my our generation. I mean, I'm not saying my generation and people that make money, but I think they did as well, you know. Yeah, they did. They did. I think they did. Certain artists did. Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, you know, yeah. certain artists did. Because when you look at like even the Beatles and that, Beatles done well. Obviously, if, in the end, they never had the the oh, royalties. The their, yeah, they made a lot <laughs> of, of course, money, yeah. didn't they? You know what I mean? They were like they're, they're like one of the biggest band in the world. Yeah, like so <laughs> Michael Jackson made a lot of money. He ended up owning the Beatles. You can't you know compare I mean? me to the Beatles, brother. I said, no, you can't. You can't. You can't. No, you can't, man. You can't, um, man. So that, but that's what I was saying. So it's like, where is yeah? Because you had a point, Trace. What you just said is a valid point, yeah. Because we don't know the value, and this is back to my point, yeah. Where mm-hmm. I was answering, you and I thought, mm-hmm. Kai, you would understand because it's like we now. You see that like your CD, yeah, your physical, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. everything's digital now. Yeah. But we before had physical, so I was yeah. like. I have your C- I've got your CD now. To me, yeah. I've got that now. That's like to me, that's a um, a, a piece of art that mm-hmm. you don't. You just you've got it there. You know what I mean? If I want to hear it, I go online and this. But I'm saying that's something. It's like art is valuable now because mm-hmm. we don't get that no more. Before, like I said again, we will have the physicals and we know what that physical is worth. Mm-hmm. So the price on, say, for instance, a CD back in the day, an album would be like what sixteen pound, fifteen pound, ten pound. Say yeah. So you know, on a unit of of your CD, you're going to mm-hmm. be selling ten pound if you sold. 100,000 units, mm-hmm. then you know that you sold £10 worth of 100,000. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, the label's going to come to you. They're going to say, look, we're going to offer you this amount of money. Mm-hmm. And obviously, they're going to push for your units to be sold. So then they can, mm-hmm. like you just said, but now Spotify is killing it tenfold. Like, they're, 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 they're yeah, it's, it's, it's. I suppose it's, people can pick and choose, can't they? It's from, and from, I think that's why music's diluted now. That was my yeah. point. I think that's why it's more like, yeah. like you said, they'll put out music and they're going to make money from it. Da, da, da. It's like everyone's in a rush and the music's more microwave now. It's mm. not It's not like soul food, like what we're talking about, that mm. soul food music, that that seasoned, marinated... Yeah. Just general music mm. compared to what's on that album. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah, that makes the beats for them. Yeah, and even the producers, not even, they're just using the technology to make their rhythms now, you know what I mean, innit? Whereas before, they're playing a live band, you know what I mean, though, innit? The times of, obviously, it has to evolve, things have to evolve, innit? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, the, 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 the yeah, it's, it's art, man, it's art. Um, as far as doing beats and electronic stuff is an art, Form as well, doing that. Of course, you know producing I mean? definitely is an art as well, yeah. All, um, it's definitely an art, yeah. It's not yeah. easy to do, you know what I mean? Not anyone could just go and make a good beat. I've you been listening to mean? electronic music since I was like a teenager. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm in my 50s now, so it's been around a long time. Mm. I used to listen to Funkadelic when I was younger, you know what I mean? And all that sort of stuff, and George mm. Kidd and all that, because they had a lot of electronic, that was all electronic, wasn't it? You know what I mean? And yeah. Beats and, Stuff being before, yeah, and then hip hop mm. would come along, yeah. You know, yeah, so, we said that was before hip hop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck, I did it mm. before hip hop, yeah. yeah. What's, what's your thoughts on hip hop? My thoughts on hip hop? Yeah, music? like, yeah, what, like, because. Oh, hip hop music now? Yeah, just, uh, just like in general, like from then till now. I, t- I, I mean, I've, I've always liked hip hop. Mm. I've always liked hip hop because just, it's just always been there. Mm. I mean, when we first, when we was teenagers, it would obviously, it was, um, it was, um, Rapper's Delight, wasn't it? Yeah, Rapper's mm. Delight. With the hip, the rap, and then at me, at me. And then it was um, <laughs> The Bottle, wasn't it? Or The Message, wasn't it? Yeah. And mm. then, um, you know, White Lines, all that sort of stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, Public Enemy later. And, yeah, we, I, I, I liked it all. Do you know mm. what I mean? Really. Um, there was one time I went, maybe about, before Brexit, I got in a cab with this guy. And he, well, I was, I was doing a gig in Slovakia, but it was all hip hop, mm. and there was nothing he put on. Just, he had loads of albums. This is in Slovakia. Just nothing. I, I like. It was yeah. all gangster rap. Where was this in Slovakia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a cab. This is a cab. This is a cab guy. Cabby. Yeah. Look at that. There's nothing I did. Honestly, there's anything I didn't like. I couldn't, yeah. couldn't really get to you know at all. Mm. Well, obviously, yeah. There's, it's always been, there's always going to be good hip hop, mm. whatever year it is. You mm. know what I mean? My younger brother is more a connoisseur of that, you know what I mean? I've always been into the, the funk and the soul and, yeah. and the reggae, you know what I yeah. mean? More. It's like Uncle Jesse, you know he, I mean? he yeah. showed me a lot, innit? Yeah. Like, he showed oh, me. Oh, he was yeah. Yeah, he, same, same age as my brother. Yeah, he's, he's the same yeah. age, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, same age, so. my brother, yeah. Yeah, because... So they were more hip, straight, that was their music, hip-hop, straight yeah. away, you know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, people, this is, he's so, Uncle Errol's family, he's my, basically my grandma and my granddad's, like, cousin, what is it, nephew. You would say, innit? You're my granddad, Minton. What's that? Zachariah, you're his nephew, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. So of course, Uncle Zachary, yeah. Yeah, that's Zachary, right, yeah. yeah so, yeah. obviously, like, my mum, my, my, my uncles, Errol grew up with my family, like, with their family, they grew up together. So, um, yeah, when we're talking, even with the hip-hop, like, it's, it's a good conversation because I didn't know, I knew about Garage because of Uncle Mikey, yeah. yeah he showed yeah, me about yeah. Garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then, obviously, I heard little hip-hop in the ends in my area and that, it's when I went to my nan's and I got into my upstairs chilling in my uncle's room right. and Jesse, Uncle Jesse's room. He's got room. all the hip-hop. Yeah. He's, got, he's got the whole thing lined up like this. He's got every album. Uh, every, and he's yeah. like, this is West Coast, that's East Coast. You know what uh, I mean? That he had it in order. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. This, this one here, <laughs> Life After Death. And I'm young, you know, and yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. this is corrupt. Why am I watching DVDs on the PlayStation? Because yeah, yeah. he's, he's young, isn't he? At the yeah. time, he's young as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Nigel, Nigel and Jesse were full of... I mean, Nigel had the big... You know what I mean? Yeah. The boxed up with the beads. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and all yeah, that. The big glasses. Yeah. The mum would say, what are you wearing glasses yeah. for? You, you, you don't wear glasses. You don't, you know, they were like, well, they weren't glasses, but you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, you know, they give it the... <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. remember. And Eight, and, 80s, yeah. And he, yeah. remember Jesse Love, Love Bassline, isn't it? He's a sound mm. man, isn't it? Like, when it comes to yeah. music, like, yeah, he likes yes, 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 yeah. sound Engineer, production. Yeah. He's an engineer. Yeah. <clears throat> so he would have a big setup, you know, and the man's there blazing it in the yard. My mm. granddad's like, Leon, turn it down! You get me? Like, there's memories, man. Like, and that's yeah. my, that's what hip hop, that's why hip hop does mean a yeah. lot to me because it's memories of like when I was growing up, I was watching um, Up in Smoke tour. I was watching that in my nan's, like my uncle's room, you know what I mean? <clears throat> Uncle Jesse, I was watching that in his room, like Eminem, Dre, Snoop. So yeah, man. Nah, hip hop, hip hop was definitely a um, big part of 
of my life growing up, you know what I mean? Yeah, me too as well, mm. yeah. Because I was there for the first, the, the early days, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you see. And so you it's see, always, yeah. yeah, it's always been a part of hip-hop. Yeah, we're always like hip-hop. You know, my food blues is a lot related to hip-hop as well, you know what I mean? Most definitely. Lots yeah. of broken world, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And what made you get into art as well? Because obviously you've got loads of paintings in there. The art, the yeah. art, the artwork. Um, I'm going to show the people as well. We're going to get cutaways. Um, I just <coughs> always just liked drawing and painting from when I was a kid. Mm. In primary school, I remember my mum getting me the old bottle, get my pocket money and buying these little, just get them the, um, you know, up in the, with the dry paint. Okay, it? with a little brush and that. Yeah, he's yeah. a wedding, you know what I mean? I remember mm. when the whites were around, he's got crazy, you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> so I was well into the painting and drawing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the mum always have a go at me for, with a knife, you know what I mean? So he's just sharpen the my pencil really. <laughs> okay, make sure it's sharp, sort of ready to, yeah, yeah. to sketch. So, it, yeah, yeah, I actually just loved the painting and drawing and mm. just loved it in school. Mm. And when I went to, um, after I left school and stuff, I went to Brixton College and that, oh, so and they got me into um, a joint there, um, pre-foundation course there, and that got me into it in my late teens. So you've done an art course? I did, yeah, in my yeah. teens, yeah. Okay. I was always into, into it from, from <coughs> when I was younger, you know? Mm. Yeah, I always did it from... Did you do any like, stuff as a kid, like, as you told drawing comics? Oh, yeah, yeah, I got lots of drawings from when I was a... Young teenager, yeah, 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 definitely. You know what I mean, I, mm. I, I never, I never forget when I did this picture of Peter Tosh. Jeez, in, got Peter when, Tosh. I, when I was younger. Mm. You know what I mean? But I couldn't get the eyes put a patch on it. Look, you can never get the eye properly. But when I finished that drawing, I thought, yeah, I realized I could. I can, yeah, when you realize you can do something. Mm. That's mm. when I realized yeah, I could do that. I must have been about thirteen or fourteen. Well, I've got it somewhere still. It's still not, not a bad drawing, but I realised, yeah, I can, I, can, I can actually draw, you know what I mean? Mm. You know what I mean? It dawned on me. But, but going to um, Brixton College helped me because I learned perspective, you know what I mean? So I could eye level, I could do it, draw a whole room, I could, yeah. Mm. And I was like, that's, no, going, up, that perspective, that's going up that way, that's going up that way, you know mm. what I mean? Because, you know what I mean? You've got eye, eye level. And from there, everything's going from that way. Mm. That was, you can draw a whole room, you know what I mean? See. And just yeah. like, you know, we all learned about, we all learned about colours, didn't we? Had the mixed colours in primary school, didn't we? You know what I mean? Mm. But I didn't know about complementary colours and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which which colours actually react to each other. You put them side to side. Okay, yeah. And vibrate. That yeah, like you said, that that yeah, work I mean, work good together basically. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. there's colours that don't work good together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know that like through that. decorating. Just stuff still. like that. You yeah. know what I mean? We we learned. Mm. And um Light and shade and tone and all that sort of business, yeah. No, mm. oh, that's proper, man. That's good. Yeah, and then, so, so now, do you, would you say I that... went to art college for a couple of years as well? So, oh, you went. So you went for a couple of years, yeah. Yeah, I went to um, Chelsea Art College for about a year and a bit before they kicked me. <laughs> so you get kicked out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that to me. I got kicked out of brass tacks around here. But they were trying to. Kids stay in school, stay in college, you get me. But now you've got a good canvas here as well, and you're saying that someone's obviously they, they you've got people that are interested in your oh, art. Oh, yeah, basically. my artwork, yeah, still, yeah. still. So, are you gonna do Are you gonna do some art like people like say if people want to buy more art, would you do any for them like for your personal fans or? Oh, yeah, I still do, I'm still doing portraits mm. and uh, mm. still, still doing my own personal stuff, artwork. Mm. But um, yeah, it's been it's been business. So you haven't had much chance to do much painting as I wanted to. Mm. But I'm definitely gonna get back into it again. You know what I mean? As far yeah. as you know, definitely. Mm. Um, you think think about trying to do the NFTs? Uh, <laughs> I'll have, have, have to. Yeah, I'll have to um, <laughs> look into that. Yeah, let's look into that that uh, <clears throat> computer. So <clears throat> yeah, and also, what's your um, views as well, like on? Um, like owning all your as an artist yeah, making sure you own all your rights to your music and that what's your views on that because a lot of artists sign away their rights well when I first started out I wrote a lot a lot of books on how to make it in the music business so I kind of kept all my I've got the rights to all my music mm. I've did about five albums and I've got the rights to that 
Mm. I mean, so if any if ever if any of my sons get news, mm. yeah, you know I mean, if I'm pushing up the daisies, then maybe the, the children or the grandchildren or the great grandchildren will get some of the money instead of some record company. You know what I mean? So. Mm -hmm. So I want the rights of my music. That's right, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I've always, like, yeah, did that, you know, mm. checked out that side of things, you know, publishing and copyrights. And, mm. and would you say it's important to own your publishing as well? Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Because <coughs> a lot of artists are going to be watching this. You, you, you yeah. struggled, you did all that. Mm. You, you, you went through all that, yeah. making, this, making the thing. Yeah. Why, why not own it? Yeah. 100%. You have to make mm -hmm. sure, innit? And then if anyone wants to, like you said, use your music for anything, then at least they have to come to you and they can't just use it, you get me, and own it. And then in the future, it goes to your, mm. this generational wealth you're creating, innit? It goes, like you said, it goes to your children's children. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, it, man. Mm, it's important, man. I mean, there's a lot of artists that it, it didn't go to their children's children That's or right. even their children. You know what I mean? That's the point. Well, I was asking, so many, yeah. so many artists. That, because obviously there was offered, there was offered a big money that's why they was offered like no, they was offered a Cadillac, man. They was offered a Cadillac, man, and and, and, and whatever <laughs> persons, yeah, they, they put their children through Harvard and all that business. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, five times over. You know what I mean? Mm. Generations, but so that's, that's what we yeah, good to own your own own, own material. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and also, yeah, um, what what books? I know you're your guy that reads books. What books? Would you like suggest for people to read and because like, I like books as well, isn't it? And I remember you was talking about a book earlier to do with one of them paintings, wasn't it? Was uh, that book writers, check. Yeah, was it called um, that? <clears throat> when you were saying something with that painting, you were saying there was a book. A brother gave him a book or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Um, that was to do with the painting. Lanx, yeah, Langston Hughes. Yeah, come on. He's a good person to check. He's a good writer. Yeah, yeah Langston what's his name? Hughes. Langston, Langston Hughes. Langston yeah. Hughes. Yeah. He's not alive. He's an Afro, Afro American. He's American. Yeah. And Tony Morrison. You know what I mean? He's good. Mm. You know, but there's um, plenty of um, what's that guy? That, um, my friend Ken Rick, drummer's working with um, did Easter Acre Lane. He's a good writer, isn't he, as well? Okay. From right the Easter Ekelene, that's the book. I've read that book. Uncle yeah, Mikey gave me that book. What's his name again, then? Oh, I forgot his Alex, name. Alex Wheaton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alex he read Wheaton, that one. Yeah, yeah, he read yeah. the Easter Ekelene. Yeah, and he read another one. What's that one? I know. Do you know what? <laughs> I think about children's homes, I think he read one. Yeah, because the Easter Ekelene yeah. was about the right, um, yeah. about basically the growing up in bricks, um, Ekelene. Mm. The, the, the well, I think his latest one's going to be... Um, Alex Wheaton, uh, isn't it? His name Yeah, it's going to be a theatre production, yeah. Is it? His, his next book, yeah. I need yeah. to go watch that. What, he's going to have the, the live theatre for it as well? I think so, yeah. I think it no, is. I need to, you know what? I need to follow Alex Wheatle because I've read a few of his books still. Mikey showed me about his books. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, man. That's yeah. what I see. I connect. You get me? People might think, oh, yeah, friend, you don't read, uh, whatever, because the way you talk. Uh, but just me, brother. I read, you get me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, and what's the plans for the future? Like, the plans at the moment? Yeah. Um, getting this new album out really. Okay. You know, I got. Uh, I think it's got a couple of new tunes mm. on it that um, we'll get. We'll get some good airplay, I think, mm. or people will enjoy. We'll yeah. see. We've got because get it out there first, really. Mm. Um, I don't think I'll get it out. I think probably be twenty twenty four by time. Okay. So is that what you're planning for? Yeah, the release. Yeah. Yeah, but I've got. I've got a new. I've got mm. a gig coming up. Soon with um, Sarah Brown, mm. and she's um, a vocalist who's had a very good career. She's worked with um, a lot of the pop artists, back backing vocalists, mm. people like Simply Red, Jeez. Simple Minds, Duran Duran. You know what I mean? Loads mm. of artists. She's um, did an album recently with Mahia um, Jackson. Okay. Which was, um, Mahila Jackson was a gospel singer. And she always thought she would, she would always sing the gospels and wouldn't go to the pop. And she did multi million pound hits, you know what I mean? Mm. Sold loads of records. Mm. And she was also uh, an activist. So she was spar with Martin Luther King, yeah? Look at that. You know, have a, have a, have a, you know, the, you know, his famous speech. 
Uh, well, she's here in the background, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, see her in the background and she mm. sings and everything. Mahalia Jackson, but um, Sarah Brown did an album of hers. Okay. So in November the 6th, we're doing um, a concert. Well, I'm going to be singing with her. No, she's going to be singing and I'm playing harmonica with her. Mm. And then we'll be doing two separate sets with our band. So it'd be like blues and gospel for the night. So that's, that's in the, U- the Union Chapel. Okay. Yeah. Be a good night. Yeah, yeah that's coming big. up in about three weeks time, four weeks time. Yeah. Yeah, that's big. So you ain't stopping for now. Like, I like that. Oh You're no. Continuing. Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. I mean, I've been been doing it for a while. You know, that's all. That's all. That's what I do. Yeah. That's and what I do. Do you know what I wanted to say quickly? Because in the, with hip hop as well, yeah, I think that's one of the only industries, yeah, that like they say it's like a young man's game. Like it's like. <clears throat> All the, the younger youths that grow up, they were, ah, oh, you're old, you can't rap, this, that, da, da, da. But you see in rock and roll, you see in blues, mm-hmm. you see in, even in garage, like house and garage, that like Soul mm-hmm. Solid crew, they're all, they're performing Garage Nation, they're all, they all yeah. Oxide Neutrino, they're still out there doing their mm-hmm. thing. But, you've got long, long jeopardy, so I'm saying, it's like, even me, look, I've been doing music since young, obviously I haven't got to the level I've needed, but I've got on all the platforms I needed to get mm-hmm. on. But I've had to kind of switch it up a bit. Like, let, me, mm. let me let the people know who I am and know the people that I can talk to mm. and my character because it's like, it's like, I'm get, it's like, it's like they, they think I'm too old or something. You know what I mean? Even mm. though in my mind I know I'm not too old, I can, mm. there's still opportunities. I can still well, look, do my thing because well, Giggs is still doing his thing. I Big think. up Giggs. And he's got to another level now. You know what I mean? Like he's, he was always been Giggs. But he's got to like the highest of level nowadays in America with the rappers, with Jay Z, with this one, with that one. You know what I mean? So, I but as long as you got, if you got character, as long as you got your health, mm. I can't see why you can whatever genre music you're doing really. Because I mean, look, the Rolling Stones are all of them. They're about eighty, isn't they? You know? Look at that. <laughs> yeah, so. Look at that, and they're still they're still do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want to still hear you? Yes, we, yeah. It's all about, really. And then you can still do it, physically do it. It's mad, though, yeah, man. You've got to love for it. Oh, and that's what mm. I want to see more in that that rap culture, innit? I want to see, like... Because in America, they've got it patterned. You get me? But then even in America, it's like... The younger rappers that are coming up, the the the, the, the people that are listening to them, it's like they respect them more than the, the pioneers, you know, the KRSs or the... You know what I mean? The flavor, flavor. Whoever it is, right. Noriegas, whatever. But in the other industries of music here, they respect their legends. You know what I mean? The legends oh, well, are respected. I don't, in, you don't think they get it in the rap then, no? N- not as much. Okay, no, yeah. like people will be like, rah, like a rapper will come out that's been rapping for four years and they say he's better than Nas. How can you be better than Nas, bro? You can never be better than Nas, bro. Because you haven't even done what he's done. You know what I mean? And to, mm-hmm. even at the level that he's doing it, the people mm-hmm. that he's he's having to sit and compete with and yeah. sell out because they're doing it at a major level as well. You know what I mean? Mm. We're watching them at a major level. The, the millions of people they've influenced. Like, yeah. even someone like Nas, someone like... Um, I think Jay-Z gets his props. Um, even, like, for instance, Noriega, a lot of the young rappers, because he's got his podcast now, a lot of the young rappers don't really mess with him as much. You know what I mean? Like, they don't big him up as much as a rapper. You see what I'm trying to say? But it's like he set a trend as well. But yeah, man, and that's what I want to see more in it, like I feel anyway, mm-hmm. like in hip hop. Do you do you do you see that tricks in 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 the um yeah, of course. in the rap world? Yeah, of course, people look for different stuff now. Like people that rap it, people don't necessarily like to rap per se. Mm. If you get what I'm trying to say, yeah. But to what um Hell says, you get me like I kind of think that like it. It does happen, but it does matter, but it doesn't matter because mm. like, people who, who love your genre or love your mm-hmm. thing, they know, like, you already know that. Your hip-hop mm. head, you know that. Your jazz head, you know, mm-hmm. you know how it's up. You know my man. You know how it is. That's how I think. Are well, older rappers still, still touring? As much as, yeah, as, as, as the ones as, in America, kind of, yeah. yeah like, ma- rap is massive, the, still, it's, 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 it's global, man. Yeah, like yeah. you said, Slovakia, the cab bands listen yeah, to that. Like, you get it, me? Yeah, yeah, so they will go, and they, they say they get more love in Europe. Like Tony Ayo would say, mm. Norris, they, a lot of them would say, I get more love in Europe. Yeah. They go Europe, they love, but in over there, they just that's, want to That's always been that way, it's always been the way, it's been, it's been like that since 
1920s and the jazz guys got more love in France. That's why they end up living in France. Okay, you know okay, I mean? okay. You know what I mean? And, and living, you know, Miles Davis, writers, artists, everything. Yeah. Because they got, they got more respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? In Europe than they did in America. Mm. Because in America they couldn't even drink out the water, same water as them or go to the same restaurant. You know mm, what I'm saying? Mm, you're right. That's you're the right. Them you know times I mean? there where, as where, well. Where, where, same with the France and they got treated as an artist. Yeah. They're like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're paying you. They're doing this. Yeah, they're doing yeah, that. They're having a they're treating you as an artist. Free. as well, giving you respect. <laughs> yeah. As an artist, you know. Yeah. What I mean? That's why some of them people stayed in Europe mm. and lived in Switzerland and wherever, whatever. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they got they got treated as an artist. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And when they went back to America, they had a tough time, didn't they? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, I suppose, yeah, America, they're still, yeah, the, the, the genres of music of them, they're all massive, isn't they? Mm-hmm. Rock is massive. Yeah, rock's massive. Rap's yeah. massive. Rap's, rap's massive, man. Country's massive. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, Everything. Yeah, yeah. This all got, they all got yeah. their own lane. <clears throat> you know what I mean? I want to say jazz is massive as, as, as all them genres. Mm. Rhythm and blues, I mean, like soul. R&B. Is, yeah, R&B, we call it. Mm. I'll say, uh, yeah, blues and jazz probably not as big. Mm. But all the other ones, they're massive, isn't they? Mm-hmm. Isn't they? You know what I mean? Yeah. You can yeah. go from basic student venues or little festivals, mm. massive stadiums with all them, 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 major, them major four, rap, rock. Yeah, they all go to major festivals. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah, big, definitely. Big <coughs> Bashment as well, even even reggae, reggae, yeah, reggae, reggae is yeah, yeah. one of the biggest. Been, yeah. yeah, reggae is one of the biggest. And also, quickly before we wrap it up here, um, what would you say as well to any up and coming artists that if they play, if they play instrument, if they're instrument player, if they're whatever it is as an artist, mm. what would you say to anyone that's Just, up and coming? And they feel like, yeah, they want, they need advice. Just, just believe in yourself. Mm. Keep doing what you're doing. I like that one. Believe so, in yourself. Someone, someone say you can't do this. Just, just go forward. Believe in yourself and keep mm. doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? If you, mm. you know what I mean? You get a buzz from it. You enjoy it, man. Just do it, man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And people are enjoying it. Just stick out, stick with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it's gonna be tough. Sometimes, but just keep going. Mm. You know what I mean. Um, um, and uh, um, keep, yeah, keep 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 um, doing your own stuff. Keep wherever you're doing. Obviously, you got, you got to learn from the masters and the mm. people that the the people who've gone before you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, try and do something different, and just keep doing what you're doing. Mm. I say, you know, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, mm. Respect, man. I appreciate. Mm. I appreciate this, man. Um, real talk, man. Big oh, up, pretty, man. Pretty, pretty, pretty. Cool, cool, Big cool. up. You get me. <laughs> no Hopefully, way. I'm better than the interview. The, the BBC <laughs> interviewers. You get me. I know they're gonna be watching. I'm better than you, lot. Holla if you wanna. Yeah, me. Holla, I'm gonna play some red tricks. Yeah. Nah, big up. I'm just being silly. Big up, um, everyone. I appreciate. I really appreciate this um invite down today as well. And I appreciate all the, the, the gem. We call this gems. It's like you've dropped jewels. <clears throat> this is like a, this podcast is like a gem, what you've yeah, dropped today. Yeah, this yeah. Is a, That's what it is, man. I yeah. say to all, the, all the, the youngsters out there, man, you know what I mean? You, you enjoy something in your heart, just keep doing it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, that's what kept me doing. I, I love that the artwork has kept me going, you know what I mean? Through many things in my life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The art is, is a good healer. Mm-hmm. The stuff, you know what I mean? And also, yeah, and yeah, it's a good healer mm. for many you say, things. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, you can, you can put the internet on and you can see someone talking, can't you, you know? Yeah. About certain things, <clears throat> history or whatever, and that, you know, that's, mm. um, Good inform- information and also um, can spy you <clears throat> and friends and family. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you need, you need positive, positive people around you, don't you? You know what I mean? Mm. Really, that's what it is. Drop all negative people from your life. <laughs> yeah, man. Cut them out. You get me? Get rid of them. You get me? You know poison I mean? people. But, you know. We don't want no poison bad mind around here. You feel me? Trust me. 
But no, man, um, thank you very much. Checks, thank you for today as well. Mm. You get me once again. Thank you, Errol Linton. Anka Errol. You see me? I call him Anka Errol. I on camera. I call him Anka Errol. You see me? So, yeah, man, thank you, Anka. Yeah. I appreciate this conversation. No, yeah, cool. You're the first family member that's 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 um, attended the podcast as well. Yeah, that first official family member. Mm. Yeah, so... Obviously, we've got more, but I'm saying that at this age, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So, thank you very much. Um, and yeah, obviously, all the his website, everything, details are going to be in the description. And yeah, man, until next time, don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Table time. Cool. Yeah, that was <laughs> sick. That was eventful still. Feels a good one? Yeah. Yeah? All right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It is. Sick. The hour of five.